Hi guys, you are tuned to the Large Child Podcast and I'm your host Christine Lirito. Welcome to another episode and on today's episode, we're still talking about health behavior and uh, particularly looking at this period when we are coming towards the end of the year. And some of the questions we are answering is why did you not achieve the health goals you set for yourself at the start of the year? So this is going to be a very uh, useful episode, especially to give you tips on how to navigate through the festive season. And also, you will want to refer to this at the beginning of the year when you set your health goals. So do listen. Also, um, a disclaimer, there is going to be a little bit of noise because of where this was recorded, but it is very well audible. So do listen and learn. Okay, so today we are we are going to talk about just uh, habits or some yeah. practices people do. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe to start us off. Yeah. We can talk about uh, maybe I can ask you like some observations you probably made about people's health habits in this is part of the what the calendar year, the last bit of the year, the October, yeah. November. Yeah. Are there habits that you have observed, health habits, that you find uh, interesting? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very uh, subjective question. But yeah, generally, people uh, have more tendency for, for celebration during uh, the last part of, of the year. There's quite a lot of traveling uh, to the rural areas. Um, and and then for those people that are in organizations, there are celebrations to have uh, regarding some achievement of certain uh, planned annual milestones. Yeah. And at, at individual levels, people are more likely to celebrate through parties, uh, a bit of alcohol drinking, overindulgence in in in, uh, in, in food. Um, and of course, there's a lot of uh, get-togethers, peers, um, on 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 so on other social circles. Uh, people are likely to engage in uh, sexual-related behavior that might be not necessarily be very safe. So it's really a whole uh, soap of things that people take uh, during, uh, partly to celebrate achievements, partly to. Mm-hmm. Uh, show off. Um, others are traveling to the rural areas, and they they also want to show the people in the rural areas that they are uh, a few steps ahead of them and stuff like that. Um, now, looking at it from it from the health perspective, our focus will be probably overindulgence in foods that might uh, uh, be sogenic diets uh, in the sense of foods that mm-hmm. are likely to uh, to promote obesity. So basically, that mm-hmm. will be probably the focus for for us to think about. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think even the travel also includes a lot of holidaying. There's a lot of partying. <laughs> yeah. And and of course come partying also comes with a lot of a lot of food, a lot of drinking. Yeah, and probably for those people that have established a routine for physical activity, then it's it's kind of uh, disrupted in a way. There's a lot of long distance traveling. Uh, much mm. as they may not really necessarily change the routine of people, there are people whose uh, physical activity routine might be altered, and and uh, any moment there is a change in the in the routine in physical activity, then uh, returning to it becomes a bit of a bother at times. But for those people that are not motivated enough, yeah, yeah. So basically, okay. if, you, if you look if you look at it from the from the perspective of energy balance, uh, we mm-hmm. we we likely to be in a positive energy balance in the sense that they are eating more than they can be able to expend in terms of physical activity, and mm-hmm. at the same time, they are likely to have more sedentary lifestyles, and therefore the expenditure that arises from physical activity is reduced. So that drives them to a positive energy balance. Yeah, uh, makes makes sense. Makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, at the beginning of the year, usually what happens is that people set goals, right? Yes. But at this moment, like you find, uh, so speaking to somebody who has not achieved their health goals as of this moment. Yeah. And of course, they are getting into now that season of party mode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Of course, you end up thinking, ah, anyway, I didn't do what I intended to do in the first place. So I might as well indulge and just start over again in January. Yeah. 
So what are some possible reasons why people will set goals and then not follow through with them? Um, there's, there's quite a lot of uh, aspects, really. Um, some mm. of them may have been documented in literature, others mm. not. But generally, mm. behavior behavior requires some level of consistency and dedication to, to them. Just like we said, um, there, there are a few things that need to be really considered uh, in terms of that. Is there a way in which someone evaluates or monitors their, their attainment of their goals? Mm. Um, like someone will say, I want to lose this amount of weight, I want to get into physical activity, say, uh, I want to increase my physical activity. Uh, many people say what they want to do, but they don't mm. put uh, like uh, mi- milestones or ways of evaluating the progress to attainment of their, their objectives. Yeah, there is no um, the how. There is no the how. There is what they want to do, but the how does not exist. And the best way of going about it is start with what, uh, how, when, mm-hmm. and at times with who. Mm. Yeah. And then mm. by, by, by doing this, then you can be able to kind of ask, uh, drive yourself towards achieving the what using this other uh, component. Uh, uh, and, and most of the time, mm-hmm. if someone is in a position in which they can be able to have like a, a, a partner with whom they can work, uh, whether it's, it's a person to partner that they're living with or, or a partner for that particular objective, it's mm. far much more uh, accomplishable from, from literature that has been shown before. Okay. Then the other thing is uh, being patient and persistent because any behavior change uh, intervention is not necessarily uh, an end by itself. It is a process. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of the objectives that people seek to achieve may not be uh, easy to achieve in in, in a straight line. Mm -hmm. Um, So really persistence and and patience is important in, in, in that. And, and many people lack that uh, persistence and patience. Just like you, you will see, I saw in, on social media just the other day, just this yeah. morning, uh, mm-hmm. someone says, very happy to have lost six kilograms in, in one week, um, mm-hmm. which is not really very safe. Uh, someone says they are trying to lose weight, but their biggest challenge is, is diet. But then the sports mm-hmm. aspect about diet, do they have a challenge in? Um, really, then the other thing is getting support that is professional really helps quite mm-hmm. a lot in achieving some of the objectives uh, so that mm-hmm. someone doesn't drive themselves into into uh, a problem that might mm-hmm. in the short term look good, but in the long term have implications. Like, for example, someone losing six kilograms of, of weight per week. In a, in uh, a week. In a week, that's, that's, that's not very safe because they are... They are uh, Byproducts of metabolism that might overload the kidney and the liver, and that mm. might complicate uh, uh, the, the, the the individual's health. Then the other thing is losing a lot of weight uh, in such a manner is kind of uh, the individual has pushed himself or herself into starvation. Mm. And starvation, the starvation, what what the body detects during starvation uh, initiates other physiological and metabolic processes. That can mm-hmm. actually even, uh, at times, in very severe cases, cause cause uh, death uh, because the heart malfunctions, the liver, the kidney, all those have uh, abnormal aberrations or uh, uh, functions okay. that can actually have um, long-term implications that may not uh, be safe for the individual. Mm-hmm. So really, what I'm driving at is is getting professional support as much as possible yeah. because professional support may may be expensive. But at mm. the same time, there are, there are ways in which people can get professional support without necessarily having through going through very costly approaches. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's a good highlight. And especially yeah. right now, weight loss has become, I don't even know. Of course, yes, we have a lot of overweight and obesity, and therefore it is necessary to lose weight. Yeah. But weight loss has also become another... I don't know how to say a topic or a field that is uh, has a lot of things happening. Yeah, and uh, another another subjective observation for me is uh, like again this season because of people preparing for holidays. I've been I have had people like for example ladies talking about that right now who are practicing intermittent fasting because yeah. they are planning to go on holiday in December, and so they have this idea of the kind of body that they want to have. Yeah. 
I've also been told by a guy has talked to talk to me about getting like fasting alcohol. Yeah. In preparation, quote unquote, in preparation for December <laughs> or in preparation for the festivities, so to speak. And it's festivities in the sense of like if it's like what you mentioned earlier, the work parties, you know, a lot of events that happen during this season. Yeah. And when you think about that, uh Okay, first of all, what are your thoughts about this this particular, this preparation, like denying yourself, fasting something because you're preparing for a season where you will use a lot of that thing? <laughs> now, the, 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 the best about fasting um, from the biblical perspective is denying yourself uh, for the sake of other people. Um, mm-hmm. And then it is also one of the activities that Jesus did uh, uh, where he fasted for, is it 40, 40, 40 days? Yeah. And it was not only fasting, it was fasting and praying. Yeah. But then the dimension of fasting we are talking about is not complete denial or starvation of food. Um, mm. that's, that's a different way of looking at it. But generally mm. fasting, there are benefits of fasting, just like uh, the religious uh, fasting uh, has been shown to have benefits in terms of controlling uh, blood glucose, uh, regulating the, uh, I mean, blood pressure, um, mm. reducing the uh, cholesterol level in blood. Uh, mm. There are studies that have shown that there is, there is benefits of, of fasting. The yeah. question of, uh, now, if we come to specifically intermittent fasting, then we are mm-hmm. looking at uh, a kind of structured approach to, to denying um, or, or reducing the amount of energy that someone that someone takes, the amount of uh, calorific consumption. Yeah. Which usually ranges between uh, from from zero to twenty five percent. So there's yeah. a, a deficit of about between zero and twenty five percent of calorific needs that are that are reduced. Yeah. The then it is followed by uh, an ad libitum or kind of open uh, consumption of diet thereafter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So intermittent fasting can be used uh, with the and restricted consumption um, when not fasting uh, in conjunction with other dietary interventions. So it, it can actually be used with other dietary interventions to, to achieve the objects that mm-hmm. are supposed to be achieved. Now, yeah. the applicability of, of intermittent fasting, just like we said uh, in our last session, is that mm-hmm. uh, there needs to be persistence and consistency. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, just we said uh, behavior change or, or any health weight management activity is not a happening it's a process and then and then, yeah. and then each, each each process leads into another physiological process in the body that mm. actually leads to the uh, attainment of the objectives which is really weight loss yeah. now um the applicability of, of fasting in relation to for example uh, <laughs> alcohol drinking Mm-hmm. Um, there has been there, there is a very old study that was done in 1987 that showed that the consumption of alcohol, I mean fasting in itself, has uh, alters the absorption of alcohol in the body depending on the mm-hmm. duration of fasting, and yeah. and what amount of consumption is flowed after the fasting. Mm. So 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 that is the basis for many of these arguments that people are bringing about that uh, when you have some level of fasting the subsequent follow-up of consumption of alcohol will lead to less absorption of alcohol into the body. There is, there is limited uh, scientific evidence to support that because uh, some of those studies were done um, with, with, uh, with, with in, in animals and, and so mm-hmm. that transferability of the information and knowledge into human beings is not necessarily uh, a straight walk in the park. Yeah, but but what I would suggest as it relates to to that, um, many of those people who uh, fast uh, from, for example, alcohol, could be in one of those stages that we talked about, pre-contemplation or contemplation mm-hmm. of of reducing alcohol or 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 mm-hmm. or uh, stopping alcohol consumption. But as I yeah. said, the best approach to 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 most of these behavior change activities is to in, to kind of get into to get a gradual desensitization where the proportion of whatever uh, activity or, or or drink, for example, is reduced mm. over a period of time. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then objectively at some point then it will be achieved uh, uh, gradually but slowly okay yeah but the, the issue here is then that you're not fasting because you're looking at it as a long-term uh, change. You're fasting yeah. because you expect that in December, I'm going to do it, you know, like uh, freely. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to have a free engagement. And then now mm -hmm. the, now then the question leaves is, is it in their, in your thinking, your, the assumption yeah. is there, no, there will probably be less consequences of your consumption this because you fasted prior to this season. Yeah, that is the thing. But you see, uh, most most of the argument is is really based on 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 trying to prepare the body for more. Um, but the benefits are, are are there are no benefits relating to that because if we've seen people who who binge 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 drink alcohol mm -hmm. and they end up dying even if they've mm -hmm. never drunk alcohol before. So, mm -hmm. so uh, it is it is a delusion that people have mm -hmm. related to that. Um, the ideal thing is to, as much as possible, handle any consumption of foods or drinks with modesty. Yeah. And, uh, but generally, health health guidance relating to consumption of alcohol is that limits the alcohol. For, for for men, it's about two two servings per day, and women is one serving per day. Uh, yes, but that mm -hmm. does not necessarily mean that the servings is is ten liters of alcohol or one one <laughs> or five liters of alcohol. There are there are specific measures that have been provided for, which we can uh, yeah. provide. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about a uh, weight, and uh, using this example of ladies who are now you're targeting a certain body in December. What are your thoughts about goals that are tied to, like this particular goal where I'm practicing intermittent fasting because I want to lose weight, because I want to have this kind of body in December? My first thought about this is, one, um, mm -hmm. even when we talk about weight management, we say yeah. that someone, someone can achieve the, the most ideal approach of losing weight is first of all losing about, depending on uh, BMI, uh, for people mm -hmm. that have higher BMI, it's it's up to one kilogram per week, mm. from 0 0.5 to one kilogram per week. That's the ideal. Mm -hmm. And this, this loss of weight of one kilogram per week means that uh, you are less likely, because the body has uh, two main components uh, the, the, that are important when you're thinking about weight management, really three. One is the proportion of water, two is the proportion of fat, and three is the proportion of muscle or fat-free mass. So yeah. if someone loses weight very fast, they are likely to lose their lean mass or, or fat-free mass. And mm. this is what we want to preserve as much as possible. Someone mm -hmm. losing gradually will lose fat, and this is what we want to lose. That is why we try as much as possible to promote the loss of weight gradually mm -hmm. and slowly. Because by doing mm -hmm. that, then, you are losing the fat mass, the adipose, the adipose mm. tissue, as mm. opposed to someone who loses it fast and, and quick. Losing is fat and fast and quick. You lose mm. the lean mass, and this is what we want to actually lose. And 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 uh, I mean, we want to maintain mm. and as much as mm. possible increase through physical activity. Yeah. So so then, when someone says by December I want to achieve this weight, they need to go back in time and think about. For me to lose this amount of weight, how long do I need to achieve this objective? That's the first mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And number two, lo losing weight is not happening. I said it's a process that requires many components. The first one we talked about is healthy dietary management. Two is physical activity. Three is modification of lifestyle. And, and mm -hmm. this has to be a gradual process. Because, for example, if physical activity is, is engaged in, in, in a rapid way, it will cause yeah. injuries to the soft tissues. And then it may not be sustainable mm -hmm. over a long period of time. So mm -hmm. generally, what we are saying, when losing weight, it shouldn't be rushed. You rush, you 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 are you are not likely to sustain the objectives. Two mm -hmm. studies have shown that for someone to lose up to uh, ten percent of their body weight, it takes about okay. six months. So when someone says by December I want to achieve this, and then they are starting in in September, that's not achievable yeah. Uh, yeah. because there is a likelihood that they are going to hit. Uh, 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 barriers to attainment of the objectives because as, as we said last time the benefits of physical activity uh, dietary management uh, 
uh, I mean, healthy diet eating and lifestyle modification are not read on the weighing scale. They are mm. they are much more uh, intricate. They are, they, are, they are physiological benefits that cannot be able to be read on the weighing scale. And this yeah. should be the focus of individuals, really, uh, to, mm. to take it gradually. Um, it's good to have objectives because you see that, like, for example, someone saying by December I should have gotten to this amount, uh, I mean, should, should have gotten from size 14 to size 12, for example. It is achievable, mm-hmm. but it depends on when do you start this. Then the second thing, um, there are times uh, the, the, like when you talk about the causes of obesity or the uh, the, 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 the explanation to uh, obesity, some of it is genetic. So mm. there are things that you can't modify in, in genetics uh, and, and mm. uh, uh, have a quick, quick solution to. It is a gradual process, but most mm. of the objectives can actually be achieved based on giving it time, persistence, yeah. getting the right support that you require, and, mm. and of course, uh, opti- ensuring that a- any activity that is taken will not have uh, either short-term or long-term effects on, on the normal physiological function of the organ systems in the body. Mm. Yeah. I like what you keep saying that uh, weight loss is not a happening. Yes, it isn't. <laughs> and that's also the same thing that we say about health not being a destination. It isn't. It is like a, it's a it's a process. It's a yes. It's everyday living. Yes. So going back to what you have just uh, explained about weight loss, so what are some common myths that come that you can think about? Yeah. Around weight loss. Uh, of course, the first one you've mentioned about it. People people uh, always want quick fix and solutions to uh, situations. They want to <laughs> drive a certain car. They want to do anything to drive that car. They want to live in a certain neighborhood. They want to visit. And, and so that attitude at times rubbed on into, into when thinking about behavior change in relation to, for example, weight loss. So some mm. people want to lose weight. They say, I want to lose this amount of weight. Much as it's not uh, realistic, some of them push themselves a bit too far. Like the case I've told you of someone saying that they have lost six kilograms and they're so proud of women. One is in one week. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, on the weighing scale, it would be good news, but inside the body, it could be something mm. else um, because there are many other uh, effects, like, for example, development of gallstones because of the breakdown of the adipose tissue um, mm-hmm. and many other complications that might arise. So those ones mm-hmm. may not be read on the weighing scale, but in the body, there could be those, those, those problems. The second mm-hmm. myth that is very common is is uh, people would want to lose weight in one part of the body, like for example the waist. It's <laughs> done. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The body does not work like you don't just target one part of the body like a program and you decide to reduce it or or modify it like someone would do using the photo scanners or photo whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, the body preserves uh, the adipose tissue in some parts of the body. And and mm-hmm. when it's time for it to be expanded, it starts from where the the deposits are largest. Um, okay. So so there's uh, limited evidence to show that uh, uh, targeting one part of the body can uh, can be reduced uh, through physical activity. Mm. There are surgical procedures. There are surgical procedures that have been taken before uh, relating to uh, weight, uh, trying to modify the the, the body. Mm-hmm. The most common is uh, using bariatric surgery, which reduces the size of the stomach and therefore reduces the amount of food and appetite that someone eats. Yeah. There are procedures that are referred, like, for example, liposuction, where part of the body's uh, adipose tissue is sucked off. That mm-hmm. comes with many complications. One, it is not very reliable. It's, it's, it's not as, as effective uh, in older people as it is in younger mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Number two, it should be followed up. It should be followed up with uh, uh, some uh, skin uh, grafting procedures, because okay. then once 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 the the lipid the the, the adipose tissue has been removed, then there mm-hmm. has to be a way of fitting the skin outside skin into the uh, part that has been left uh, without uh, tissue relief. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the, the other procedure of maybe if I, maybe I think I could add something. These things, these these are whatever. These interventions would also require a lifestyle change because otherwise. Yes, yes, yes. 
these procedures do not are not, are not do not exist in seclusion even when someone goes for bariatric surgery they need to engage the three other activities i, I mean uh, uh, considerations that you talked about you talked about diet yeah. and healthy dietary behavior um mm. physical activity and at the same time uh, lifestyle changes those those yeah. those are standard practice these others are like uh, additions to or mm-hmm. to try and speed up the process or for cases where it's impossible for people to lose it and and most of the time even when people go for these other procedures, they are first asked, were you able to achieve the first object, the first uh, steps to it? The first step is dietary, physical activity, mm-hmm. lifestyle changes. That is when someone can naturally go to the next procedures, which are surgical. And, and, and in certain those procedures, then the family needs to be engaged and, and uh, other physiological uh, tests have to, have to be done to ensure mm-hmm. that this step of those procedures should be undertaken in those individuals. Then the third, the other, the other procedure is uh, using the uh, gastric balloon, um, yeah. uh, which basically kind of fills up the stomach and therefore reduces the volume and reduces the amount of food that someone eats, and at the same time reduces the appetite. Um, yeah. So, so those those procedures really require patience. It's not happening, and some of them are pretty expensive, and uh, yeah. getting uh, specialists uh, easily in in local parts of Kenya may not be. Uh, uh, a walking in the park. True. Yeah. So so um. Then then the other the other uh uh means is that uh, uh people can use detox and some uh, dietary or uh, fruit or vegetable based substances to reduce their weight. Um, mm-hmm. Some of those meats are really driven by. Uh, People who are in business who are looking to make yeah. quick money, and yeah. uh, and and as you know, the richest people in the world are those people that offer solutions to people. Um, <laughs> solutions yeah. in IT, we think about Bill Gates. Uh, <laughs> uh, solutions to to uh, communication, we think about Safaricom. Um, so yeah. so basically, what what people do is that people target to to get quick money by providing services and uh, offer solutions to individuals and these solutions that are provided are not based by science they they kind of hype information that they have uh, go to media uh, it's a very common thing that up, up, that happens in the, in the US for example and mm-hmm. and it has also been it has also been taken up by Kenyans and and so they they want quick fix solutions to to issues that lead to health and so like for example, the provision of uh, mixtures that are made of fruits and vegetables, or, or vegetables alone, um, and then someone is told to take, for example, that mixture within one week, and then mm. help then do another mixture during that period of time. It's kind of pushing the individuals into some form of starvation. Mm. And, and as we said before, starvation has its own implications on on the human body. And there, yeah. there, are, there are organ systems in the body that require glucose. Even when we say that people are fasting, the body, some organ system, the brain, the cardiac muscle, the nervous system require glucose, even if it's in small proportions. When the body is pushed into breaking down uh, fat and, mm-hmm. and, and it, reduce, it produces ketone bodies, and those mm-hmm. ketone bodies might have implication in the body that may not be uh, safe if they're not well monitored by physicians. Um, so that's why we say, uh, much as there are other approaches, it's good to seek professional guidance in relation to mm-hmm. um, some of those uh, activities. Just like mm-hmm. you said, you hardly find any uh, literature or evidence of people who have lost weight without combining the three components that you talked about, even when there's the fourth one of using uh, um, pharmacological approaches or using surgical yeah. approaches, uh, um, the, the background of it all is that they should try as much as possible to use dietary changes, uh, lifestyle modification, and physical activity. So yeah. those are the main those are the main three myths that people come across relating to uh, that behavior change in relation to to uh, weight management. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe uh, as a like precaution, what would people need to look out for to know that this is a quick fix and it's not going to work and this is legit? Or like, how do people protect themselves? How do you get that? Uh, how do you empower them? <laughs> or how do you know I'm being tricked? This is not true. This is a trick. 
yeah, even even the, even the people who least expect to be tricked can easily be tricked uh, in this campaign. But ideally, the mm-hmm. the first thing in relation to behavior change is no quick fix solution. Someone will tell you that you lose weight in two weeks, one month, four months. The evidence from literature shows us that for someone to lose 5 to 10 kilograms of weight in a safe Mm -hmm. way, it takes up to 6 months. So that is the first thing, time. Think about time. If someone tells Mm -hmm. you something that does not fall within that realm of of evidence that has been, uh, that is scientific, it's probably a lie. It's it's actually a quick uh, money-making scheme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and then oh. the second thing, the second thing is uh, most of these care processes is not just does not just involve one professional. Most of the time, the the ideal uh, approach to care relating to good behavior change, uh, uh, weight management, is is has more than one professional. There's the nutritionist, there's the behavior scientist, or the psychologist that guides people mm-hmm. on, on lifestyle modification. There there is a physician. There is uh, uh, Maybe an endocrinologist to to look at to assess the, the how how the process yes, affects the organ systems and the, the the kidney and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. it's a multi professional uh, kind of approach. Yeah. Yeah. So the, right. the the level of the level of training you'll get those people who are saying I'm a nutritionist, but when you ask them where did you train, they don't know. Some of these people are are, are just crooks who just want to equip, make quick money. And uh, we need to protect uh, uh, the population by creating awareness about this. Okay, I think I like that. And I hope uh, people can hear that and just... And, and you know, also, I think the other thing is we are very receptive. Yeah. And we don't ask questions. Like, a lot of people don't really interrogate things. Yeah. So, people, you need to ask questions. You just need to ask a lot of questions. If anything, this is your money that you're spending, so you might as well ask <laughs> to get value for to get value for money or even time, you know. Yeah, yeah. But we we have a population of people who are very gullible who want to achieve the objectives quick and fast, and there are those who proclaim or or claim to to have the solution, and that's mm-hmm. where the problem is. Uh, it's like uh, uh, you've heard about people who are praying for others for money. Um, <laughs> You will ask yeah. yourself, first of all, this person wants to pray me, pray for my money. Why can't he pray for his money first? Because you just need one shilling to make whatever amount of money. Then uh, why is he? <laughs> why is he in this business first of all? <laughs> Should have made himself rich and live his life comfortably without having to 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 help somebody else. So this critical kind of thinking is really required um, uh, to protect uh, people from uh, being uh, taken advantage of. But of course, the good thing is that we have regulatory bodies uh, that are supposed to uh, kind of protect people, much as it mm-hmm. may not necessarily be achievable. But I think it's mm-hmm. good for us to get the awareness and uh, about this. All right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's let's talk about something else. So usually, this this season is also the season where, and by, I mean, like the, the last quarter of the year is the time when a lot of also organizations do their wellness check. Yes. So is there an ideal time to have employee wellness activities? Um, now, if, if, you, if, if you work in organizations, uh, at times organizations have annual plans. And in the annual mm-hmm. plans, there are different activities that are supposed to be undertaken during certain times of the year. Mm-hmm. And, and so there is a budget that is allocated for such times of, of uh, such times. And, and, and for example, uh, the physical awareness and, and, and whatever usually are tied with uh, certain um, activities, like, for example, celebration of attainment of certain objectives. So mm-hmm. they kind of tie the physical, uh, uh, tie the attainment of, of, of uh, certain goals uh, uh yearly annual plans they had mm. planned to achieve a certain amount of income they have achieved it so they say instead of spending this money in january for fit for fitness let's put mm-hmm. the fitness at the end of a module so that they can uh, do the activities together like for yeah. example they go they go out for the parties and they have someone who is going to train them and stuff like that kind of tying those things those activities together mm-hmm. uh 
that is that is from the practicality point of view but but the, mm-hmm. the ideal the ideal situation is where uh, physical activity if they are driven by the organization because planning for uh, mental health activities uh, mm-hmm. uh, wellness initiatives should mm-hmm. be an, an all year round activity and and this uh, is is really a small proportion of of what is supposed to be taken by an individual because if 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 an organization you see the the ideal is someone should engage in physical activity for example uh, which has a long term effect like uh, the wellness we are talking about is is broad there's a mm-hmm. work work life balance mm-hmm. um, and many organizations fear if they focus so much on the work life balance then they not be able to achieve the objectives as an organization yeah. Uh, much as they can be able to promote some of those activities, it may not be completely uh, feasible. Um, mm-hmm. And so that is why my best recommendation is this should be an activity that should be driven by the individual himself, not the employer. Um, the employee should uh, personalize some of these uh, activities by by yes. uh, by themselves. Much as the organization mm-hmm. can be able. Organizations can actually promote this. Uh, I know of organizations where uh, they they create an environment where people don't sit all day long. Mm-hmm. They have stations where they can be able to stand. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they have office arrangements where people have to walk. Uh, uh, some of them promote people walking a number of steps per day um, mm-hmm. rather than sitting the whole day. These are simple activities that actually encourage wellness. Then there's also yeah. the the support that is usually given through uh, uh, psychological counseling, um, mm. creating an awareness of, of, of mental health, and, mm. and that and that 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 really helps quite a lot in terms of uh, uh, creating the total awareness and wellness in the individuals. Mm. Yeah, I like what the way you have made it like it's it needs to be driven by the employee themselves. That's critical. Yeah. And then also the bit of it having to, it's like a throughout the year thing. Because what we are yeah. seeing with the rise in the number of uh, these uh, non communicable diseases, yeah. the, the workplace is, uh, is two things it can be yeah. promoting or it can be driving the increase, but it can also be a place of intervention. Yes, it is. It can be and a so place of intervention big time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because if you look at the duration of time on some some uh, duration of time someone stays in the office, is a third of the day, uh, eight mm-hmm. hours for those mm-hmm. people that have have a strict arrangement of nine to five or or nine to whatever. Yet there are people who are, who stay in the office up until uh, seven, eight in the night. They are seated all day long. So you see, mm-hmm. that's almost half of the day of an individual's life. They are, leave home. They are seated. They sit in the office the whole day. The, the time that they leave the office, they're getting to the car. So they are kind of maybe standing or walking for less than an yeah. hour in a day. And, yeah. and of course, over long duration of time, it creates a lot of uh, uh, risks to non-communicable diseases. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's not just about really the physical activity. There are also aspects about like the mental health, uh, stress yeah. management, coping with yeah. problems. So it's mm-hmm. really a much broader perspective to to wellness that we think about mm. beyond just uh, uh, being physically active yeah yeah i like your mention of mental health because a lot of organizations right now are also very very focused on mental health yeah but I, um you see mental health is one component but again mental health ties a lot to the other to other things including the four major risk factors right the tobacco yeah. smoking alcohol uh, physical activity and uh, of course nutrition. Yeah. So how do you bring this to three, all these things together such that mental health is not pulled out to only think about, uh, you know, like the the angle of it just being mental health separate from all other things that affect the well-being of a person because mental health is at the center of it. It's true. Um, mental health is really core. Um, if, if you look at the incidences that we're having in the country uh, of uh, homicides, uh, suicides, and, and, and mm-hmm. all that, it really shows that there is, there is a, there's a big problem relating to mental health. I know the yeah. government has put quite a lot of efforts, effort, especially in the previous government, and I see quite a, let, a lot of effort in the current government to try and promote mental health. 
in every mm-hmm. sphere of it. But you see, mental health uh, is, is, is something that originates even right from childhood and keeps on yeah. relatively uh, uh, changing and morphing as, as people age and, and depending on the environment in which they are in. Mm-hmm. Um, the best approach to it is um, we, we, individuals need to be aware about this um, and, and their awareness should be created through media, through professional organizations, through such uh, forums in which we discuss such things. Much as I'm yeah. not really competent enough to talk adequately about mental health, but I, what I know is that mental health is really the core of, of most of uh, uh, humans' wellness. Mm. Then somebody will not function well. So it's kind of the central, the central, the engine of, of human beings is malfunctioned. Just like a car, mm-hmm. if, if the engine is malfunctioned, you cannot move. So this is what this is how uh, seriously we need to think about mental health in my own perspective. That's um, really true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was actually even thinking about it in the sense of, you see how we, like, uh, like mental health, for example, relating to nutrition. Nutrition in itself can affect mental health. In the same way, mental health will affect nutrition. Yeah, kind of synergistic in, in, in both ways. Yes. And the same thing with uh, physical activity, same thing with alcohol use, same thing with um, tobacco use. Yes. So I think I was, I was trying I was trying to drive the point that like uh, yeah. you cannot look at mental health in isolation. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not possible to look at mental health in isolation because part of uh, activities that are uh, promoting good good uh, or healthy 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 uh, feeding or healthy nutrition mm. or optimal nutrition uh, tie in to support mental health. And an totally. individual who has and an individual who have uh, an individuals that have uh, poor mental health are very likely not to eat well. Uh, uh, and and then even even the unwellness can actually trigger mental uh, health related issues. Like people who are obese and overweight have been seen to have issues about self esteem which is an depression, uh, depression uh, uh, poor relationships, and all those. So all those mm-hmm. things are, are they, they, they are kind of inter- intertwined. They are synergistic. Yeah. And uh, mm. by addressing one of them, you kind of have a solution to the other. Uh, yeah. Uh, just like very basically, if, if someone uh, engages in an activity that is promoting uh, nutrition and health, they are very mm. likely to have an impact on mental health. That's true. Okay, and I, I think that that sort of just puts it together. Yeah. So then let's talk to the regular person who is uh, who has suspended their health goals to next year. Yes. Because they plan to indulge between now and the end of the year. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, now, the, the important thing uh, for uh, anybody to think about is that... Uh, just like I said, uh, in our as we are closing our last session, mm-hmm. um, goals are not realistic; they are very unlikely to be achieved. Mm-hmm. So, if you, if you ask uh, these individuals uh, what was the basis of their of their of their of the goals that they set, mm-hmm. um, some of them will be realistic, but then everything else that was supposed to be considered was not taken into consideration. Yeah. Um, and here what we look at are three components that are very important in trying to achieve some of those behavior changes that you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. The first one is the capabilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the capabilities capabilities can be both physical or psychological. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, and when you're talking about the uh, physical capabilities, we are looking at the skills, for example, to prepare food, skills to look for food that is uh, good. Then we have also um, the, the psychological and the psychological is, for example, knowledge. Yeah. 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 Uh, to achieve the goals that someone sets to achieve. Uh, so if, if we can be able to to achieve the the, the the psychological capabilities, then it's very likely to be much more beneficial. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the second thing relating to the attainment of, of, of the behavior change uh, goals and the opportunities that they are. Mm-hmm. And the opportunities, the opportunities include, like for example, friends <laughs> who who could uh, be both positive or negative mm-hmm. in terms of influencing you. Yeah. Uh, and 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 so those those needs to be considered. Uh, 
at the beginning of, of it all. Then there's motivation, and motivation is what is what is driving your your desire to, to achieve a certain uh, uh, goal. Yeah. Yeah. So so many people set out to achieve certain goals uh, without necessarily having to consider this. But remember, I said that uh, as much as possible, the goals need to be realistic. Mm. Um, and and that is where professional help might be important. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, the other thing is persistence. Okay. And and, and persistence is, is 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 focusing on attaining the objectives uh, even when there is uh, a lot of uh, uh, barriers to it. Yeah. Um, and that will vary from uh, personal barriers, external barriers, like for example peers. Mm. Um, then work-related uh, barriers. Someone says, "I want to engage in physical activity," but then they leave school, they leave office late, yeah. um, and, and 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 all that. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, uh, keeping a way of monitoring these activities, just like we said, uh, 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 evaluating uh, the how, checking how you who you whether you've been able to achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. I think what people also need to keep in mind is whether you choose to indulge between now and... It is very easy to gain weight between now and January. Yeah. And not just weight, but a good amount of weight. Yeah. And you're going to be the same person who will have to now start working, especially if you have been working throughout, like, January to now. Yeah. And so it's very easy to end up going back to... Far back... Yeah. And yet you've made so much progress. Yeah, it's it's possible for someone to really uh, uh, lose uh, some small steps that have been gained, and 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 uh, just like we we need to know mm-hmm. that gaining weight is 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 far much easier as opposed to losing weight. Yeah. Uh, for example. Yes. Um, so so if if someone, for example. Uh, <laughs> wanted to lose. It wanted to lose uh, two or three kilograms within a given time frame. They are very likely to 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 gain that weight in a half, almost half the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that they, that they lost it. Yeah. So I think it's these are considerations that need to to be taken into thought as as people plan for the uh, uh, the the annual objectives, annual dreams that people set out to, to achieve. Mm. But the important thing, um, I so uh, I'm sure I've talked about so many important things. Uh, <laughs> key to not, key to not. Key to not. Key to not. Key to not relating to uh, annual plans and objectives or, or people relating to health. Yeah. I think I, I mentioned them uh, much as possible to be realistic mm. to uh, break them down into uh, small, attainable sub-objectives. Yes. Uh, I remember I mentioned this as the small steps approach. Of mm. uh, the persistence, uh, then we need to find a way of rewarding uh, ourselves for attaining some of those goals in a way that is safe. Yeah. And then seeking support uh, to attain some of those uh, objectives because when you go, for example, to a physician, maybe this physician might refer you to a nutritionist, the nutritionist might refer you to a physician, uh, depending on what is considered a behavior, a scientist might come in as a psychologist to support the care. Um, not really to make this look expensive at times, some of this support is important to ensure that what someone is doing is safe and, and, and attainable. True. All right. So thank you so so much. So what is your yeah. what is your parting shot? My my parting shot is that uh, health is important mm. and it covers a lot of dimensions. Yeah. It includes the mental health. It includes the physical health uh, and much more. And then second thing is that behavior change is not uh, happening. It's a it's a process that requires uh, persistence and dedication. Mm. Uh, and, and, and needs also to be realistic. Then um, as, as we get into the festive season, there's no given time at which someone should 
expose themselves to risks uh, that are health related because they have long term implications. Yeah. Uh, and then the final thing is that uh, for those people who are seeking to, to reduce weight, mm. uh, all the benefits of, of physical activity, dietary, uh, healthy dietary eating, and lifestyle modification mm-hmm. are not read on the weighing scale. Um, they, 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 but they are very important uh, for the long term health of individuals. Ah, I love that last one. <laughs> and that is where we end today's episode. And for sure, our boy child hasn't disappointed <laughs> because Wassel has taught us quite a bit. So I hope you have enjoyed this uh, episode and do share. Share with your friends, share with your family. If you've noticed, the information that is shared is pretty much applicable to everyone, especially now that we are approaching the festive season. And um, I have saved quite a bit more of uh, bites, which I'll be sharing uh, as we go along and as we get closer to the festive season. So do stay tuned. if you have not already followed the podcast, please do on whatever platform that it is that you get your podcast from. If you haven't followed our socials, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. There we also share daily bites, which are is important that you get because it's just a simplified information about some habits or things that you can do to incorporate in your day-to-day life to make your lifestyle healthier. So thank you for being here. Uh, also leave us feedback whether it is on the socials or on the podcast you can do that uh, via audio on the podcast or you can just leave a comment uh, again on the podcast or on the socials let's engage because this helps uh, one other people to get to know about the podcast and then two it helps us also to, also to know that we are impacting you with the information that we're sharing but also to be able to know what else it is what more you need to know so go ahead and give uh, leave feedback And uh, until the next episode, take care of yourselves and be good.